What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Christian, Sean, Randy, back again. I'm not going to think of anything creative to say, so how are we doing? Dude, I feel like when you say Christian, Sean, Randy, sometimes people might think that you're Christian, and I just, I don't want that. Nobody thinks I'm Christian. Well, new listeners might, and so I'm Christian. Nice to meet you all. Welcome in. All of Uh, our two new listeners. Hi. That could be 200 and then 2,000 soon. So we have a new website. It's going to drive people to us. Thecutffb.com. Go there right now. It's freaking awesome. Shout out to Burke for the, well, we'll probably shout him out again. I was going to say for the last time because we've mentioned the website so many times, but shout out Burke. You're the best. Big facts. That's all I have. And that's Randy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you for confirming that. God, what the hell? (laughs) Jesus. All right. All right. Well, before we get started with our episode today, we're going to talk again again about Red Zone Draft Boards, I guess. Not yep. quite sure where to go from here. All I see is Red Zone Draft Boards listed in our deck. So what do we want to talk about with Red Zone Draft Boards? Fucking Ron Burgundy here. Uh, Christian, oh, we'll go over it. Red Zone Draft Boards are these awesome draft boards that Sean ordered, so he should be the one fucking doing this. I've done um, it for like the last three episodes. He did exactly. You're the one with firsthand experience, and you used uh, the discount code, the cut, to get $10 off your order, right, Sean? Yes, I think. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> he says, I think. Um, so Red Zone Draft Boards are awesome. They don't have kickers, according to Sean, but that doesn't matter because fuck kickers, despite what we're about to do. And uh, so, yeah, you get a ton of shit. You get a loser's uh, plaque. You get a, a trophy or a ring, not a trophy. Uh, you get a ring case. You get the whole board. The board is bigger than the three of us put together. Might be an exaggeration, but it's like twenty-five of Sean's cat. So <laughs> you'll be twenty-five able, of my cat. So you'll be able to see the draft board from afar. So and for our listeners that don't know, the joke about that is I had received the red zone draft board. I had opened it up to see what was in it. And I threw the board down on my floor to see how big it was. And Liv just so happened to find that spot to want to lay down. When I sent the Snapchat to Randy and Christian, Liv, my cat, was just chilling on the board. Very true. She wanted me to pick a lot of Bengals players. Boo. Just boo. (laughs) Just just outright boo. (laughs) Aw. All right, so what we're going to do today is we're going to, as Christian said, um, it didn't. the board didn't have kickers, but for what we're going to do today, let's get into our A1 kicker rankings. No, let's not. No. <laughs> no, no, but we're going to do a mock draft, um, which is going to include kickers, which is why Christian said that. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, we're back again with some bets between the three of us for fantasy-wise. So we'll get into that, but we'll get into our mock draft first here. This one, last mock draft of the 2020 offseason. So we decided to switch it up a little bit, and we're going to be drafting together all on the same team. So this should be fun. Yay. And a lot of fun. Because we agree on so much all the time. 
I mean, fair. We do sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it just just like how we did the IDP Invitational draft, and literally, I do not remember a single pick that all three of us agreed. We agreed on plenty. They just happened to be after like round twenty, where we didn't give a shit anymore. Sure. True. I think we were just all saying okay to move that draft along. <laughs> All right, so what the draft is going to be today is one quarterback, two running back, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, one kicker, one defense, and six bench spots. The three of us are going to be drafting from the 10 spot. Of course. Yeah, because now now that we're all together, Randy has to bring his his mojo with us. And Christian. We we both pick from here. All right, so let's go ahead and start this bet. Come on, McCaffrey. Really yeah. you, you didn't start the bad boy. I don't know where the auto pick setting went. You in fact pause said bad boy. So, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this. All right. So in order to fill this time, we can talk about Ronald Jones really quickly. LaShawn McCoy came out and said that Ronald Jones is one of the best running backs he's seen in a long time. And we're started. That's incorrect. It's still paused. All right. So Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, <laughs> Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Adams. How happy like, to be to be the guy picking it four. Like <laughs> right? Clyde Edwards Hilaire going third is uh is something. A bit rich. This has to be Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's Dalvin Cook for sure. Uh, the only other guy I would really consider there would be Miles Sanders, too. But uh, Dalvin Cook's more proven, I guess. Sure, absolutely. So we're going to take Dalvin Cook. And we yeah. see Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders throughout out, wrap out the first. So we have 10 running backs, only two wide receivers in that first round. Then Kenyon Drake, Tyree Kill. So it's back to us. It's who we Okay, so in my opinion, this is between... Obviously, I, you guys would agree, probably the top three, Julio Jones, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb. Uh, me and Christian are definitely more proponents of the running back, back-to-back-to-back, maybe even strategy. So yeah. that definitely makes me want to lean, but I'm actually more surprised Christian's on board with the Julios, seeing as how much of a Calvin Ridley truther he is. Don't forget, though, that I have Julio right behind Ridley in my rankings. Like... He's still a top-end wide receiver. And, I mean, I guess based on my rankings, which definitely, I mean, I know we're not going to go by my rankings, but it, the pick would be Galladay, but it's way too rich for Galladay. Yeah. So, so what's, what's your choice? Julio? Julio. Go on. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Are you okay with that? Well, I we guess don't I... We, we like. Do you, would you rather go running back, Sean? Yeah, I'm asking for your choice, man. I mean, if you think, I mean, you guys are the ones that you know have this worry that you don't get good running backs coming back to you. I mean, you look at you. Have, we have the opportunity here to take one of Austin Eckler or Nick Chubb, whereas Aaron the, Jones, by the way, let me finish. Whereas yeah. you're looking at everybody else pretty much is in the similar spot. You have to think that at least one, if not two running backs are going to go right after us with the person who took Adams and the person who took Thomas. 
a lot of these guys could go with a second running back. I mean, if you guys take Julio, are you okay with a Lev Bell, Chris Carson, David Johnson, sure. Leonard Fournette type? I don't I'm think they come back. I'm not even sure if they get back. I think we're looking more like Jonathan Taylor. Let, so, let, so let me actually give a real-life experience here. So yesterday in our, our real draft, I went Devontae Adams first, and my RB2 is DeAndre Swift. So... Nick Chubb is uh, Randy Chubb, Eckler, or Jones? Well, Jones is actually my vote, but I figured it was between the top two. So, Chubb. Oh, man. I'll go Eckler to be different. I think that's really close because obviously one's going to get very little rushing, one's going to get very little passing, and one's on a bad offense. Yeah, what but that, that actually helps him out. Yeah. So, Sean, up to you. Cook and Chubb is one hell of a start. Cook and Eckler is one hell of a start, and Cook and Jones is one hell of a start, too. So, Kind of leaning Aaron Jones. Fuck. Oh. Well, oh. then I switch my vote. We can take Aaron Jones. Oh. Are you, do you not like that pick? I, I'm outvoted, man. Fine. The only issue, obviously, Chubb, you have the question mark. I'm not saying fade him, but you have the question mark of how much does Kareem Hunt really succeed in the offense, which would take away Chubb's ceiling. And yeah, then also, we're, I mean, we're also we'd be getting Chubb like either whatever running back we get here, we're drafting him as the RB12 of the draft. True. All right, let's do Chubb. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So we see Julio, Austin Eckler, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, Kenny Galladay, Aaron Jones, Pat Mahomes, Chris Godwin, and Lev Bell. Then in the third round, George Kittle, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Carson, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, DJ Moore, James Conner, Mike Evans, and Adam Thielen. So the person picking right ahead of us is going full on zero RB. So taking a look at this, Leonard Fournette was the last of that tier that did get back to us. Are you guys regretting not taking Julio? No. No, take Leonard Fournette is what I would do here. Uh, I would rather take Allen Robinson. I also would rather take Allen Robinson. Really? Because okay. I would rather take Jonathan Taylor than Leonard Fournette. Yes. I don't if think both of them go, then I think we could get our second running receiver. That's fine. Because I still do think as our wide, as our running back three in the fifth round, we could get a Ronald Jones or a Raheem Mostert. Very true. All right, so are you on board with Allen Robinson, Christian? I mean, you guys both voted, so it doesn't matter. But Would you not want Allen Robinson here? I would rather have Robert Woods than Allen Robinson. Well, that's wrong. It's that's not. also wrong. You would rather have Ridley or Cooper, if we're being realistic. Uh, correct, but I know... Who would your vote be of the receivers, then? Of the receivers here, Amari yeah. Cooper. Randy, would you rather go Cooper or Robinson? I would rather go Robinson because I think we can get Cooper still. On the turn. I would, that's right. Or, or Woods. So we see Beckham, Gordon, Taylor, Woods. So Woods Four did men. go, but Leonard Fournette did come back to us. Okay. So, I mean, I would, me, it's I Fournette, would okay Fournette Cooper, Ridley. I think like, I would we can agree. have it. I would say for me it's more just it's Fournette or Cooper. 
again, I do think we could get a decent enough running back as our running back three, where I think we are going to be looking at a I probably would, like a Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin as our wide receiver two if we did go Leonard Fournette here. Plus, this is only a one flex league. So we don't necessarily need the third running back right away. I would almost rather fill out the position. My, my vote would be Cooper. Positional uh, value does kind of change here. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, vote here is Cooper. Plus, this is three wide receivers. Yeah, it, that's yeah. exactly what I was you're, go, you're at most starting three running backs, three wide receivers, so you kind of have to be balanced. Yeah. So, so let's go. Let's go, Cooper. Then. Cool. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right. So Leonard Fournette goes to pick right next to us. So the person who wins zero RB has to be kind of or zero. Yeah, zero RB has to be kind of heavy with that. So then we see Mark Andrews, and then the wide receiver run of Juju Smith-Schuster, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown, Zach Ertz, then DK Metcalf and Devin Singletary. Then on the turn, DJ Chark. David Montgomery, Mark Ingram, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Lockett, Kyler Murray, and Cortland Sutton. Definitely grabbed, Definitely glad we grabbed our second receiver when we did. Because again, here we see Raheem Mostert's on the board, Ronald Jones is on the board, and then we also have Devontae Parker, Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown. So, because I think either of those three, would, I would be fine as our third receiver. I'm okay with taking Mostert or Jones here. I don't want to take Hunt because we already have Chuck. Just big facts. Can we please take Ronald Jones, though? Yes, we can take Ronald Jones. <laughs> Just yeah. give me one. He <laughs> gave us, like, puppy dog eyes, too. Like, Holy please cow. take Ronald Jones. So we see Mostert and DeAndre Swift come off the board, then Kareem Hunt and Dak Prescott. So the Team 12 now has six running backs. On their team. Ballsy strategy, Cotton. But in <laughs> fairness, we'll point out, there's a lot of good wide receivers left. So yeah. Indeed. So they can start three of those six in any given yeah, week. Yeah, ballsy. That's some trade bait for sure. Indeed. So not a single receiver came off the board. So we have our choice of Marquise Brown, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Parker, and A.J. Green, or well, Michael Gallup. I think my vote's pretty clear for Marquise Hollywood Brown. I I would vote him or Diggs. I would vote Marquise Brown or Will Fuller. So it seems like we're all okay on Marquise Brown. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Will Fuller might actually come all the way back. Breakout so, season, just saying. Same for so Will Fuller. We see Cam Akers, Devontae Parker, Stephon Diggs, Marlon Mack, Darren Waller, Russell Wilson, Julian Edelman, A.J. Green, and Deshaun Watson. Then in the seventh, Will Fuller does go along with Michael Gallup. And another thing that you continue to see is Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller going basically in the same spot in drafts. Brandon Co- Will Fuller at 701, Brandon Cooks at 703. Then some other notables here, Antonio Gibson at 708, and James White right before us at 709. Back to us. I'll tell you, that, that James White one just hurt my soul. I'll tell you that. I was really banking on that coming back to us. So, a couple notables that I want to throw here. I don't think Drew, I don't think Drew Brees in the seventh is a terrible decision. It is one QB though. We're True. definitely we're definitely a group that if we don't get a value for like the top five or six, that we wait. Because we already have Nick Chubb, I don't necessarily want Jarvis Landry. I do think Tyler Boyd is a very good pick here. Um, 
Or we could take the opportunity that Debo is going to be healthy for week one. That is the report that he could possibly be because he's been sprinting at, uh, at practice. So my vote, my vote is probably Tyler Boyd here. I know I would say Ingram, if he falls back to us in the eighth, I wouldn't want to take him here. So I'm cool with Boyd. I know Randy isn't. Um, my my contingency plan for when Randy isn't would be actually, and I know he'd get back to us, but I think you're going to start to see his ADP rise. It's Jamison Crowder. I'd I'd love to have a guy on our team that's going to get 150 targets. And I don't I'd, think we need to take him here necessarily. So. Well, agreed, but are we going to take him at the next pick, or are we going to be reaching for a running back? Or... Well, I mean, the next at the turnaround, because we're probably going to have to reach for a running back next pick. Or, like Sean mentioned, Ingram getting back, which I don't... I don't want. I don't want Ingram. Not in the seven. It would be the eighth. Randy, who would your vote be here? I'm cool with Boyd. I, like... I mean, what receiver is he going at this point? Like, that's at one point his receiving, like, he was like wide receiver, like 20, which he's probably pretty close to that here, but like, mm-hmm. he's probably he was, like, he was like 17 when I first made my argument against him. So I was like, well, he. I mean, you're talking, this is like wide receiver 30 that would come off the board here. This is wide receiver 30? Oh, it's around yep. there, yeah. That's that's what I mean. At this point, his ADP's dropped enough to where I'm like, maybe you're not getting the best bang for your buck, but you're not losing value. Thirty-four wide receiver, thirty-four off mm-hmm. the board. Yeah, so thirty-four, you're you're getting bang for your because that's that bakes in all cost of AJ Green and every other receiver being healthy in that offense. Right. Yeah. All right. So Evan Ingram did get back to us uh, as we see Hayden Hurst and Tyler Higby. I would pick Ingram here because then you're kind of diving into the abyss. I know that there is Johnny Smith, but I would rather take the upside here in the eighth. Christian? Very possible I could be outvoted here. Very likely. Uh, so I I don't hate it at this point. Like I Because I to me the Brita Cohen Tevin Coleman, Mur- Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison, carry on. Like, this is all kind of the same tier of running back now, where Ingram is kind of in that second slash third tier of tight end that won't get back to us again. And then you're, then you're waiting or you're reaching on John or Smith. You think Cohen's in the same tier as these guys? Yes. Because I, I think if, I mean, David Montgomery's only going to be out two to four weeks for what they reported now, and if he's out longer, I think they signed somebody. I don't think he's I, not. It's a, he's 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 Naeem Hines, and you can get Naeem Hines later, or you can get both. So my argument with Cohen is his worst finish uh, is, in PBR is running back thirty, and he'd be our RB three or four right now. I just don't think we need to go that route right now. I mean, which it's just because I'm higher on Ingram. Is your vote Cohen then, Christian? That's kind of what it seems like. But it, honestly, it seems like it'd be Crowder. But 
The only problem is if we go... I I don't want Evan Ingram, but, like, Sean's argument's valid, where, like, this is where he started to become a value, where there's some baked-in risk. Um, There's not a lot of positional value at running back, which I would love to go. And, like, the wide receivers, it's either Deontay Johnson, Debo, Marvin Jones, or Jameson Crowder, who were all great, but if we get them, we're not going to... We have guys who like take shots on a receiver later, where we could probably get one of those guys to come back to us next time. And we know, and yeah, right, exactly. So I'm cool with Ingram. That's fine. Okay. Aha, I convinced. You. I would love to take a second tight end later, though. I will. That's fine. That actually is a good. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Which I also did in the and, NFL. And you guys know, and it's because I just think the upside is just great for Ingram if he does become what I think he can be. And he's already shown it when he is on the field. Uh, some notables for the eighth round, Tariq Cohen goes right after us there. And then Marvin Jones and Jameson Crowder go back to back at the eight eleven and eight twelve. Debo Samuel goes at nine Oh one, but then we see Madison come off the board, Tevin Coleman, Chase Edmonds, carry on Josh Allen. Um, so back to us now. So I would say I'm okay with a, Latavius Murray here because I do think he's going to get some run. Uh, if if we did want to go running back, I would say Latavius Murray, Daryl Henderson. I'm okay with either of those guys. Um, if we wanted to target, go ahead, Randy. Well, the thing is, at this point, we have three running backs. I understand we could only play three every week, but we're also kind of screwed in a sense. Like we're taking shots at running back. Best case now. Like, yeah, right. And and I think in that scenario, Latavius Murray is going to have a role just like he had last year, I think. And he did finish his RB28. But if he he's more likely to finish how he I mean, like, I don't think Kamara like I'm not banking Kamara missing games. That's the only reason he was 28. He'd probably be more like 38, 40. Then if we were going to take a shot, I'd almost rather take a shot on, like, Daryl Henderson. I'm on board with Daryl Henderson as the shot. I, I love Daryl Henderson, but he is there is a big thing where he has mispractice. And yeah, he's got a hand. Because he, has, because he has Cam Akers has seemingly taken over the spot. Yep. Um, I'm not doing it, so don't say it. What? Did you think I was going to say Damian Harris? Indeed. I mean, ultimately, I'd rather say fuck it here on running back. I mean, take, I I know I I know your argument on running back, but of those guys, like one of these guys is going to get back to us, and we can let them narrow down our decision. I don't think any of these guys stand out. Then should we take Carson Wentz or Matt Stafford? No. I think this is a, a little, fair really. No. Little. Like around. I that's I don't that, think, that was my point. Record, I, I don't think back. I don't think either of that if we wait, I don't think either of those guys get back to us for our if we if we take something in nine ten and ten oh three, I don't think either of them get back to us for eleven ten. Well there's only there's two other teams that have a quarterback. Sure, but there's already been teams to take their. There's already been a team to take their backup, and I do think a couple of these other teams could do it as well. I mean, but I'm also 
okay with, like, obviously I'm okay with Wentz, Stafford, possibly Cam even, uh, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Gardner Menchu even, as, like, a last ditch. Like, that's well, crazy. Well, that's why I brought up the running backs, because... That's yeah, fine. And, and my vote... If you a receiver, I think it has to be Ray. That's, that's fine. But my vote, if we are going running back, my vote, my vote is still Daryl Henderson. We can All do right. Let's do let's do Daryl Henderson. Let's do Daryl. Let's do Daryl. So that way, it, it's going to narrow it, but at least we have a shot. Like a sure. lot of receivers are about to go. Okay. Let's so uh, not take Rager next. What'd you say? Let's take Rager next. Okay. Bullseye. I'm fine with that. We're over pretty... over Slayton. I think so. Uh, I do like Slayton. Obviously, he was. Plus, we do already have Ingram. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. He's he's probably going to finish higher than he did last year, but there's should be healthier people in the offense. So, and there go Wentz and Stafford. Wentz at ten oh four, Stafford at ten oh seven. Yes, and then Sony does go, or Damian Harris goes at ten oh five. Sony goes at ten ten. Um, and then on the next round, you see Tony Pollard, Justin Jefferson, and Jerry Judy, and Ben Roethlisberger. So back to us. So quarterback. So, I mean, I already I would, went through. So I'd be okay with. It, so I'd say Cam. I agree. Just for upside, I, I, the thing is, so if if we have to roster a second tight end, I don't want to roster a second quarterback. Okay. So I think the more, the safer pick. I know we already. Did we already take Cam? Yes. Okay. The safer pick would have been Baker, in my opinion. But. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's. To be honest with you, I don't know if that's safer though. I mean, and the extent of fantasy finish. I don't know. I don't know if there's a great argument there that Baker's going to finish higher than Cam. With, like floors, I don't. I like. I don't think Baker's floor is better than Cam's floor. Baker's floor loses his job. Baker doesn't have that floor. I, 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 you, you and I must be reading different things about Jared Stenham. The guy that went eleven for eleven in his session. That Who was now out for three weeks. He no, just practiced today. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting your information, Sean. Just you practiced. confused me when when we recorded the other day. You said that Jared Stenham was out six weeks or something. I was like, oh, really? I didn't. I said three, I think. <laughs> well, he's not he, out. Yeah, he's good. Um, he's not good at football yet, but he's okay. He's all right. Um, so, so next pick. Yeah, next pick. We should probably pick. We only uh, for me, I'd say it's between. I'd just say Hines if we want to take another running back. So I was gonna say it's between Duke Johnson, Nope, Naeem Hines, or Preston Williams. I would go Preston Williams. I think Preston for me, but the problem is our running backs. But then, and then yeah. you are, then you are punting the running back position. For we we run the risk if Hines not getting back to it. Kind of well, Hines would be our RB five, and but like would be RB four. Preston Williams would be our wide receiver six. I know, but in a three wide receiver league, that wide receiver six is better than RB five. It's more valuable, right? I but because we don't have like it, the RB five, I would agree with if we had four 
really good running backs. Like we have three good running backs, and then we have one that could win a job. It's fair. I mean, I'm cool with Hines too. You guys know how much I love Naeem Hines. I mean, I I think Preston scores more points, but with the makeup of the team, I I get I get the argument for Hines over Preston, but I think. I'll, I'll keep my vote at Preston and let you guys figure it out. How about that? Randy, are we going Heinz? Yeah. I, I think we have to. It just, uh, I mean, there's nothing we can really do. We're kind of backed into a corner. So we do see Preston Williams go at 12 of 6. Um, Alan Lazard at 12 of 9. Sterling Shepard at 12 of 10. <laughs> So Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow go back to back at thirteen oh one and thirteen oh two, which brings us back to us as we see kickers start to come off the board at thirteen oh seven and thirteen oh eight. That's gross. Um, <laughs> if we're gonna take the shot here anyway on receiver, I want to take the shot on the Cam Newton and Nikhil Harry stack. It's it's fair. It's fair. Don't you say it. Don't you say the words I think you're about to say, Christian. I was going to suggest Mike Williams. I don't think he'll be out very long, and he's going to out way, way outproduce this ADP. But you're also taking the risk of re-injury. They, I mean, it's very possible he could re-injure that shoulder. I also... I also want to point out we we are going to draft a defense and a kicker because it's a mock yes. draft. So that means we have two non for that, and we also want to get a backup tight end. Yeah, which so, I think we should take first. Well, so that means we have one pick of a player. So yes. we either I would rather take the upside of Harry, who is going to because you don't know how long Williams is going to be out. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I would probably rather Renfro than Harry, too. I think I would. Harry could be third on my list, but I'll, I'll vote Harry. That's fine. I'm cool. Okay. Also, Golden Tate, criminally underrated. We yeah, can't take sure. because we have Ingram. But. Right. but that's why I got him as my like sixth receiver in our draft yesterday. Yeah. Okay. It's Johnny Smith here. Yes. I don't know if I like that pick. Why? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Would you oh, rather have Herndon, good sir? <laughs> well, we could get Herndon later, but I'd rather Jonu by a lot. I was, I was, for the record, I was kidding. I know. No, I didn't at first. Christian didn't know. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, so another kicker uh, in Will Lutz at 14.08, Gardner Minshew at 14.10, and... Uh, one of Christian's favorite guys to like when tweets come across on Twitter, Joshua, Joshua Kelly at fifteen oh seven. Good reason, sir. <laughs> He's a very right. good running back. All right, um, I have been trying to attack the Colts' defense everywhere because of their early season schedule. I want so, to take the kicker so first. Their early season schedule: they have Jacksonville, Jacksonville Minnesota, the Jets, and score. Chicago. Minnesota, who can score and most likely won't have turnovers. Jets, I agree with. Bears, Bears. could have turnovers. Then Browns. Jaguars. 
Browns are week five. I said Jaguars. Yeah. Week one. Okay. I I would be. I think the Colts have a very good opening schedule. I agree. My counter is the Eagles with Washington, the Rams, Bengals, and then we would most likely cut them because they play San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. I know Christian's not on board with your Washington. Well, what? I am to to an extent. I don't necessarily know there will be a lot of Washington turnovers. Has a, Washington has a higher chance of turnovers. Yeah, that's true. Also, Randy, I, when we first looked at that, we were looking at the Bengals as like a, a kind of good matchup it's a, for defense. It's a, it's a rookie quarterback with a running back who's holding out. He's got migraines. He's got migraines. So do here. I. So do I, and so does Christian. We're yeah. here. That's true. I don't hold out for that. Uh, and he's also most likely not getting hit in practice. Just saying. Counter uh, counterpoint. We take Jake Elliott, and we're not taking a kicker first. Uh, Why? I mean, he has a point. There's, there's a there's a better chance that you keep your kicker past week four. That is also. Would I don't so- think I agree with that at all. I always have a new kicker every week. Well, no, no, because if you if you pick a kicker for a high scoring offense, you're way more likely just to keep him because he has a he's almost guaranteed to get you three sure, points. Sure, I think that goes out the window after you see Tucker, Butker, Lutz, and Zerline. Those are the four that I would agree with. Then I think it's just a shit show. I I'm just saying you attack a high scoring offense or an offense that maybe isn't good in the red zone that could you would capitalize on the field goals. Am I really about to be outvoted for a kicker here? Well, <laughs> the problem is is it's going to be so okay, if we're picking between the defenses, do you want to attack the Jaguars or the Redskins? The Jaguars. Redskins. I say Redskins because you can I realistically. Say Redskins and I'm huge on Haskins. Sorry. Realistically, you can cut the defense after week one. And week two, it's. Why is it not realistic that you could cut the kicker after week one? It, it is realistic. I, I said it's more likely that you wouldn't. And then would you rather face the Rams with a good passing tack, but the running game, we're not quite sure, especially because of that line. So high upside of sacks, or the Vikings, who have a good offensive line and. I think the Colts are a good pick. I I just like the Eagles better. Like I think Colts are top five defensive draft. I'm not going to make any more arguments for a defense because it's a defense. Well, it's our last two picks, so yeah, it's a defense. I don't care. Where are we going? Well, we all the Colts. Yeah, it's yeah. What's up, Christian? Well, just because I have so much of the Eagles' defense already that uh, I'd like to see what it looks like when I don't. Okay. And we will yeah. take the Colts. And we see Zane Gonzalez and Kaimi Fairburn come off, meaning Jake Elliott is still on the board, Christian. Yeah. I also was going to agree with Kish, Kishin, Christian about the kickers, uh, only because both teams right after us had defenses already but didn't have kickers. So the, okay. it was a good strategy on his part. If I mean, we got the guy we wanted anyways, but I was just saying. Yeah. All right, so our final team here. Cam Newton, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Marquise Brown, Evan Ingram, Ronald Jones, Jake Elliott, Colts defense, then Tyler Boyd, Daryl Henderson, Jalen Rager, Naeem Hines, Nikhil Harry, and Jonu Smith. Yeah, I mean, 
you know me here. I I really like the team. I would I wish we the running backs. I wish we'd have one more really good running back, but I'm also I this is how I draft. But also, I do for think the record, this is a really the t- well, it doesn't help too that you have a team that starts off with six straight running backs. It falls, well, yeah. And his team, his team is Drew Brees, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, then Meikle Hardman, Henry Ruggs, Deshaun Jackson, Hayden Hurst, Jonathan Taylor, or Melvin Gordon in his flex. He has four total receivers on his team. The fourth being Curtis Samuel. I. I, I don't hate the strategy simply because I wish we would have gone Cornette as our RB3, and then we still could have gotten Jones as our RB4, and then we would have had a lot more flexibility towards the end. But overall, like I think I think we'd win a championship with that starting lineup, but we'd have to bank on a lot of good health. Sure, I but mean, you would have to most of the time. Too. So basically... The way our draft would have changed is we would have had Fournette instead of Mari Cooper. Because mm-hmm. we you were outvoted for Allen Robinson, but he got back to us. And then, then we most we most likely take there's a Mari Cooper. Well there's a no. You no. You no, been, you take you take Fournette in the fourth round and then Cooper goes before he gets back to us. Yeah. And then we would probably have still taken Ronald Jones. We'd have probably still taken Hollywood. Uh James White got snide from us, so we would have still probably taken Boyd. But we would have ended up taking instead of Naeem Hines, we would have had Preston Williams most likely. Yes. That's that's like the clearest change I'd see we would do. So would you rather have Cooper and Naeem Hines or I like Preston Williams? Leonard Fournette and Preston Williams fairly. I, I think it's close. I think it's really I think it's close too because you can only start three of them, and if because and if if you have Ronald Jones, you're not starting Ronald Jones then. Yeah, and and Naeem yeah. Hines is going to finish somewhere between RB thirty and forty two. Preston's going to finish in that same. And Amari Cooper can finish in the top five. And yeah. Fournette, and Fournette will not. Fournette will be. Right. He will finish top best, and I'd say. Yes, it's very bad. Well, and you already have two running backs that could and most likely will finish top ten. And I would, I would most likely say Leonard Fournette finishes around RB fifteen. I yes, I mean I'm down on Fournette as much as anyone, but he finished his RB seven last year in fifteen games. Very 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 inflated target share. He was still incredibly inefficient on the ground. Uh, we all expect him to lose at least 30 targets. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's a lot of points right there. That, that is. Is, I mean, 30 and again, targets immediately puts him down at least running back 10. Christian, on a per-week basis, you're either starting Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones in the flex. Again, you're high on Ronald Jones. On a per-week basis, how many points are you really talking the difference between Fournette and Jones? Versus... How many points are you talking difference between Amari Cooper and like Preston Williams? Yeah, because I, I would say four nets between 13 and well, 16. Well, no, no, no. Sean, and it, Ronald Jones is between 15 and 20. So the debate, it's, it's, the debate wasn't between Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, though. It would have been between Fournette and Hines and Cooper and Preston. But it's, but it's the fact that you only start one of them. So you would only start either Jones or Fournette. You can only start one of those guys. 
Right. I think this team. I think this team turned out really good, especially picking in the ten spot. Oh, it turned out great. Turned out I better than my real life ten spot. Yeah, yeah. It's much better than you say. Fournette has a, the same buy as Dalvin Cook, so it would have screwed us a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But I like it. So I <laughs> honestly, it's better than Christian's real team. Um, well, I kid. I don't know what Christian's team actually. Well, was. if I would have had Dalvin Cook fall to me at ten, and then be able to take Nick Chubb on the turn, yeah, I would feel a lot better about you that. know you knew there. Dalvin Cook wasn't going to fall past me. Well. I you, know. you you go wide receiver more than not. I'm not like if I was hoping. Yeah, but but the fact that the fact that I talked about I could get one of those first top five running backs. We had talked about that a couple of weeks ago. I understand, we but I still say if it was Dalvin Cook versus Michael Thomas, you you would go Michael Thomas. See, just I, that's just, I don't I know what you're saying. I don't think I agree with that because to me, Cook is that last top five guy. I would have gone Thomas over Clyde Edwards to layer Kenyon Drake, Joe Mixon for sure. That's but not, but not, not over cook. I don't think because I know how bad running backs get. And I was able to pair that with Aaron Jones anyway. Very true. Uh, again, I, I like our draft. Yeah. Like I said, I yes. would like one more running back, but, to- but I think we, I think we made the most of the draft spot. All right. Sure. Let's, Let's take a quick break and then we will kind of wrap up what we were talking about with our season bets and get out. All right. Welcome back to the cut. That was our mock draft. Again, I thought we had a very good team. Christian seems to disagree a little bit, but it's okay. Oh, Maybe Randy was one. I don't know. I kind of tune you guys out most of the time anyway. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to talk about before we get out of here is we um, are kind of expanding on our stupid Derrick Henry stupidly finishing in the stupid top 12 last year and stupid Jordan Brooks stupidly getting drafted over stupid uh, Patrick Queen by one stupid spot. Stupid fucking New Orleans Saints. I still don't even know what me and Christian's like bet back against him. You guys, you guys bet something and it got taken away. Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. It was something that the... Saints would take a quarterback, I think. Wasn't it? Oh. Yes. I think it thought that the Saints were going to take love. Yeah. I should have fucking jumped on that one. That was so easy. Yeah, well, you didn't. I know. (laughs) Cesar Ruiz. All right. So, um, these, the the five bets we have outstanding right now are going to be pretty common for our listeners because we keep harping on them that we decided to put it in writing in bet form. Um, so the first one is we're addressing Derrick Henry again, for some reason, I think we just wanted to be a carryover from last year. So basically yeah. Christian is betting that Derrick Henry is worst case finishes as RB six. Randy and I are taking the back half or anything else. So we learned our lesson for the most part. We're giving him an RB1 status, but Randy and I are saying he finishes 7 through 12, where Christian's saying 1 through 6. Yes, so just some, some background on this. I don't. I am, I am of the belief that Derrick Henry is going to catch some passes this year because they've kind of indicated that he might. Darrington Evans is literally their only depth. They signed Jeremy McNichols, whoever the – I don't even remember who he played for before. Maybe the Bears. Sounds right. Um, 
but they really don't have someone to fill that Deion Lewis role. I think Henry catches some passes, and I think it gives him a little more fantasy value. Plus, he's already inked to a long-term deal, so now they can just fucking they can just run him into the ground. Well, for the, for first or, year. Or, or not, and save him, save his knees. All right, so yes, yeah, so that's the first one. Now, it wouldn't be the cut and a betting episode if we didn't address Philip Lindsay. Damn so, sure. Randy and I set the over-under at RB28 for Christian. <laughs> RB29 and below, Randy and I win. RB28 and above, Christian wins. You know what sucks about this one? I have him ranked at RB31. And so, I don't even believe this. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because so- I believe in Philip Lindsay. This also stems. I, I'm not even quite sure how much of this argument was on show. We've argued about <laughs> a ton, but oh, it seems okay. to always be off show. Uh, Christian made the very bold take multiple times that Philip Lindsay not only is going to probably get the same exact workload as Melvin Gordon, but has a chance to get more. And, and he RB. said it. He said at worst case, he would be a high end RB three. And Randy is saying that he's an RB4. And the first time Randy brought this up, Christian, how you say flew off the handle? He, he got really mad at me because in our stat like projections, I gave Melvin Gordon 45% of the work and Philip Lindsay like 405 and, and you he, gave Royce uh, Freeman. Uh whatever was left. So like 100 100 carries, 123 carries or something. I don't even think that. I think it was like 123 yards. I think it was 123 yards also. Anyway, so that is the second bet. Um, so two that's of them. That's one, too. That's, that's going to be the one. Yeah, it's, the Derrick Henry it's, bet. It's the Derrick Henry, right. It's the Derrick Henry bet of 2020 for us. Now, this one. I So let me preface by saying I'm, I'm kind of like Christian with um, Philip Lindsay. I'm giving them more than I actually believe in David Johnson. I know I had David Johnson as one of my two A1 running backs. My other one is not looking so good right now because of stupid fucking Adam Gase, but I don't want to get into it because I will flip. Um, So David Johnson, RB17 or higher, I am taking that side. Christian and Randy are taking RB18 and below. Very true. Uh. We think he is more run down than ready to jump back towards RB1 than Sean. Uh, I, I agree. I He's being drafted somewhere near this. I know Sean in your A1 said he has, he has a very good shot to be an RB1, very back end, obviously. Uh, so you think his finish is anywhere from like 12 to 18, maybe worst case 20. So that's so we had to get the line a little bit. Same with Lindsay. We had to get the line just a little bit up so it's not you get the you get all the bake you don't have any baked in concern. That's yes. what we, yeah, we want it wanted to be a close bet. For the record, in the draft we just did yesterday, I did take David Johnson in the fourth round as my third running back at RB twenty two. So I do believe that was value. See yes. That's probably where I see him. And because that's where he's going, I'm kind of in on him for what it's worth this year. I just don't see him finishing inside the top inside the top twenty. That's, that's fine. 
because yeah so that one's gonna be interesting now the next one is another one of me and randy versus christian we set the over under for dolphins wins this year at six and a half randy and i are taking the under christian is taking the over christian has been very adamant about the fact that the dolphins are going to win more games this season absolutely and that stems from a, a lot of things one they vastly improved their defense uh <laughs> Two, I believe, in uh, Flores. Three, I believe, in Preston Williams' return. And Randy does, too. Um, And four, their running back situation got a lot better. They're going to be a lot more efficient. I think they're going to win some games. I think their division got worse overall. I mean, I think, ultimately, the, the Bills got better. Patriots got worse. Uh, Jets are just... a pile of shit so dolphins eight wins is what i'm calling but i needed some some flexibility yeah because i would have taken the under of eight wins all day and twice on sundays yep and i will say because christian is such a truther on this this is actually half a game higher than the vegas win total line which i made sure to do without christian's knowledge ah nice i knew that i mean and then the last one, well, you guys already had the debate about the Vegas totals for the Jaguars. So, um, and then the last one is just Christian versus Randy. Um, and we are going to have more of these throughout the year, I'm sure. Maybe on a weekly basis, maybe for rest of season, whatever. But the last one for now is uh, who finishes higher between Jonu Smith and Noah Fant. Yeah, me and Christian have staked our claim as the breakout tight end candidates. For the season, there are A1 tight ends. We're not going against it. I mean, we might as well make the bet and just put it all on the line for it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and for our listeners, what we are doing this year, we're not just sticking to the slap bet because it's dumb. Um, Sean's scared of getting not, slapped. He hasn't been slapped well, yet. Should have done it when you were here. Now you're going to forget. No. All right, so what we're gonna, we are going to create our own wheel, um, punishment wheel for whoever wins gets to spin the wheel, or whoever loses spins the wheel. We'll figure that out later, and whatever it lands on, that is the punishment. Um, we have a pretty big list of stuff, but um, just some to touch on some things. Um, the loser or the winners get all team naming rights for a full year for the losers' fantasy teams. The loser has to put up a poster of the winner's choice in their bedroom for a full year. The time frame for that might change. Um, nope. it's already <laughs> the, said. the winners get to change the loser's triddle, Twitter handle for a twiddle. certain number of yeah, twiddle, uh, Twitter handle for a certain number of days. The uh, winners gets to change the loser's Twitter avatar. Um, I don't the, like that one. Oh, I do. Um, the winners or the losers order a full DoorDash order on the losers' credit card for the winner. I like that one because I, I ordered DoorDash. Motherfuckers. We'll have to put some stipulations on that. For sure. We will. Um, Randy has to host if he loses a bet. That's a big one. It's a it's a punishment, but it's very doable. I, I can. I'm a good public speaker. Just- if I lose. If I lose a bet, I have to go an entire episode without interrupting them. And That's if Christ, 
If Christian uh, loses, he has to go an entire episode only using consensus rankings, not saying stupid hot takes of his own. That's going to be very hard for him. That's, that's not as hard as Sean interrupting people. Randy got the, <laughs> the easy end of that stick. You guys that's thought that was hard? Well, then we can create something else. Shit. But, um, <laughs> and then the last one, I came up with this last minute that we'll talk about. Um, as and I think our listeners can relate to how frustrating this sequence is to it's kind of a big slap in the face, no pun intended, but the loser has to open all snaps, but not respond to a single snap for a full day. That's not great. I, I have, I snap a lot of people. <laughs> not I, snap, I snap a certain person a lot and that person will be very upset if I don't respond to their snaps. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I do too. And Wilner. <laughs> yeah, actually Ken will probably be more upset than Lex. Yeah, uh, honestly, Ken yelled at me for that yesterday because I took eight hours to respond to him, and he said, "Dude, you're not responding fast enough for me." I said, "Okay, well, <laughs> I was at oh, work." Cool. <laughs> so, and then maybe, we do. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say maybe it will be a problem more than I thought it would be. It and then be. we do have a we'll have a winner's choice spot where we get to pick anything on that wheel. But so that's something fun that we're going to do. We'll have to figure out a way to create the wheel. I'm sure there's a way to do it online somewhere. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, we will be adding bets to this throughout the season because I'm sure we're not going to agree on stuff because when have we ever agreed on anything? Um, so, yeah, that, that we're looking forward to that. This should be a fun season. If you guys... Um, if you guys have uh, other suggestions to add the wheel... Yeah, we're feel free. Nothing... Uh, We've kind of made this agreement, nothing causing physical harm to the other one yeah, of us. Or emotional. The, the only ones that technically could have any kind of physical harm is the back slap is back. Yes, we, all, we, we will have that on there. And we did add a spicy eating challenge. As of right Not, now, it's... Nothing crazy. Nothing as too of, insane. As of right now, it's uh, Burner Bliss, which is like 12 pieces of chocolate. Eight of them are very safe and delicious. Four are part of the world's hottest chocolate bar where you have to eat four. So you could be perfectly fine. Yes. But. <laughs> and, and that's the only one because some of the stuff that we started with is just kind of ridiculous. We're adults and we don't need to do stuff like this. Um, I just want to slap you, bro. Hey, very well could. Also, we don't have to do the punishment <laughs> wheel for every bet we do. We can have one weekly bet that is just a slap bet. That's or true. Is just we can figure it out. But I'm guessing we're going to be using the wheel pretty often. Uh, that, that's kind of the point of the wheel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the wheel, Sean, you said we'll figure out how to put the wheel together. Just remember, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Wow, that that's why I was, I waited there. a long time to say that because you guys were still talking, and so it would have been better if you if you had stopped talking and I was able to say it right after. But that's okay. And I feel good about it. Or unfortunately, I had a voice crack directly after it too. So right. it was all bad. It's okay. It's all good. All right, <laughs> that's it for this episode. Um, I'm excited because next week is going to be the last two episodes we record before we get into our week one stuff, which is going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Excited. Very our excited. next episode is going to be um, our 2020 superlatives for the upcoming fantasy season. 
So that should be good. Is am I right on the uh, time frame there, boys? It's either next episode or the episode after. Yes. So yep. one of our next two episodes, we will be doing 2020 superlatives. So our most likely are fantasy. Uh, 2020 fantasy MVPs. We'll be coming up with that stuff and we'll be bringing them to you guys. That that should be a fun episode. Not a lot of stats that are going to be involved with that. It's just going to be kind of opinionated. So uh, we'll definitely be going back and forth. And then what is our last preseason episode, boys? I I am doing my hardest to <laughs> load it up right now, man. <laughs> I was trying. I was hoping you bought me enough time to help. But it was lovely. It's uh... here. I will I, find it. I am pretty sure it is going to be our bold predictions and uh, our defenses episode, aka yes, Christian's episode. Yes, yes, that's our that's our next one. Christian will be taking the floor. That's but true. So, so our twenty twenty superlatives are going to be our Thursday recording show, which is going to turn into the Monday of Week One. So our next, well, the next time we'll be coming to you on Monday, which is going to be released next Thursday is going to be our bold predictions and defenses show. Very sure. That is it. And then we just a reminder that once week one comes in a couple of weeks here, we will be releasing on Tuesdays and Thursdays, not Thursday, Monday. Yes. yes. Definitive day and time for the DFS show on the weekend. Yes. Still be determined to be determined to be determined if we will have a live stream as well. That's that's accurate. Also, Go check out the website. I know I yep. said it at the top of the episode, but the cutffb.com, it is clean. We are excited. We're going to be posting a ton of articles on there. Our writers we'll are already. Our, we'll be doing our weekly rankings on there, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in some <laughs> form or fashion. Um, Might be an article. So it's, so it's uh, available for mobile. But it will still be on the website. Yes. Yep. Accurate. Uh, and that's all I had. Also, we touched on it a little bit um, on our last episode, but the Lil Wayne No Ceilings mixtape is releasing on Spotify. So I'm excited. Going to go listen to that, except Ice Cream Paint Job is not on there, unfortunately, so I will have to listen to that on YouTube. Also, uh, you're welcome because we put it as our outro song last episode, so it's definitely uh, our doing here. Exactly. And on that note, for Randy Hall, Christian Williams, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys Thursday. We gone.